Welcome to the podcast. A lot of interesting stuff today. What's going on with our financial system right now? Uh, we're going to talk about all the crazy stuff going on with Joe Biden and guns right now. Uh, Brian Lilly joins us about the insane restrictions that are still going down and getting tighter in Canada right now, getting more and more nuts. And Governor Scott Walker joins us as well to talk about his new project about moving conservatism forward in the future uh make sure you subscribe to this podcast and rate and review if you get a second it's always very much appreciated and click over to stew does america on this podcast app for new episodes every uh single day you know we did a uh, crazy sort of uh, podcast this past week youtube only uh youtube.com slash stew does america where we did a, a power hour and attempted to talk politics it got very messy and i'm still recovering that's the bottom line but go check it out it was a wild wild night uh and uh don't forget to uh check out glenn uh, beck tv as well you can get that show my show pat gray unleashed stephen crowder mark levin all these great hosts if you just go to blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv here's the podcast Gray Unleashed, which is a podcast you can hear live on Blaze Radio before this program, uh, or you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the program, Pat. Thank you. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, sure and you are. Very excited uh, about uh, our president talking about uh, the things that we all want to see done. I-, I love it when he speaks for all Americans. Isn't it great? Well, I like the way he's passed a lot of bipartisan bills, even though not a single Republican has voted for (laughs) them. Yes. But they're very bipartisan. Yeah, not in in Congress, of course, but the people, the people are all united with him. Oh, is that what that is? That's what what that is. Yes. Really? How come the people voted uh, for Republicans if the Republicans are all voting no on those? Well, I think they've. I don't know. Honestly, okay. I don't. <laughs> All right. I, I wish I okay. could have an explanation, well, but I don't. Okay. Uh, but so. he he does he does believe that we all agree with him on uh, on assault rifles for one thing. Uh, oh, yeah. well, here's some are. of what he had to say. It is a national embarrassment what's going on, and it's not only these mass shootings that are occurring every single day. Every day. Every single day. Every single day. There's a mass shooting in this in the United States if you count all those who were killed out on the streets of our cities and our rural areas. (laughs) It's a national embarrassment and must come to an end. And one last thing. One last thing. The folks who own weapons. Right. The folks who own guns. They support universal background checks. Mm, the majority no. of them think we should no, not be selling assault weapons. No, Who in no, God's name no. needs a weapon that can hold 100 rounds or 40 rounds mm-hmm. or 20 rounds? I do. It's I just do. wrong. And I'm not okay, going to give up till it's done. Well, that's good because okay. we all know the Second Amendment need clause uh, that's yeah. so important. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Guns, guns uh, <laughs> you know, if people can own guns. <laughs> Uh, and it shall not be infringed if they need them. If they need it. But who, nobody yeah. needs an needs assault rifle. Yeah. Nobody needs right. that. Nobody right. needs I went to a gun show this weekend. Oh. I bought a nuclear missile, and they <laughs> didn't even ask for a background check. Wow. And my father wow. my father left me an F-16 when he died. <laughs> yeah. And 
I didn't even have huh. to do any paperwork. He just gave it to me in his will, through his will. That happens all the time. That happens every day yeah. in America. That's yeah. why you see so many F-16 assaults uh, in neighborhoods all over America. Right. Well, you know, in Chicago or whatever, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strafe uh, Oklahoma today, and tomorrow <laughs> I may just blow it up with my nuclear missile that I bought. You might as well. a background track. You yeah. might as well. I, I mean, a lot of people don't even show their ID when they're buying an F-16 <laughs> fighter jet. They don't I even know, show ID. I know. They don't. You don't they have don't. to. It is great. As long as you're at a gun show. Right. It's a loophole. Yes, it's the loophole. Most people don't. <laughs> well, no. Now, Cuomo, <sighs> Cuomo is uh, talking now about police reform. Now, Pat, I want you to help me noodle this, if you will. All right. Okay. Um, when there's shootings in schools and there's, you know, robberies and stuff, mm-hmm. they say you shouldn't carry a gun. You should wait for the first responder. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. So they want to get rid of our guns because only the first responders know how to use guns. They're trained. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except they want to get rid of the first responders now. <laughs> so yeah. who will be there to call? Uh, the second responders. Which I think falls to mall cops. I, I think mall police will be there for you. Really? Because yes. I thought it might be BLM. I thought the second <laughs> oh, responders might. would be BLM. <laughs> yes. You know, we're just yeah. reimagining things here. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, while, we're, while we're on this, uh, Governor Cuomo s- said uh, police reform. No, no. Yeah. Listen to his Chris, reasoning. Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris yeah. Cuomo. Yeah, yeah, listen to this. Shootings? Gun laws, access to weapons. Oh, you! Mm-hmm. I know when they'll change. Oh, do you? Yeah. When? Your kids start getting killed. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. White people's kids start getting killed. Oh my gosh. Oh, is your audience right. white? Smoking that doobie that's actually <clears throat> legal, probably Smoking in your doobie. state now, but they don't know doobie. what it was. And then the Welcome kid runs. Welcome to 1973. Cop was justified. Why'd you run? Oh, he had a baseball game tonight. Huh. Uh. White <laughs> kid, big family. That house over there. This guy is an idiot. Oh, such an imbecile. Those start piling up. What is going on with these police? Oh, what? Maybe we shouldn't even have police. That kind of mania, that kind of madness, that'll be you. That'll be the majority, because it's your people. What? Who are you? See, now have white black viewers? people what? start getting all guns, forming wow. militias, protect themselves. Can't trust deep state. You'll see a wave of change. In access and accountability. How does he think Woo-hoo! this is a good point? This is I, I don't know. That's unbelievable. Because oh, he, he's a moron. He's yes. such a moron. He's, an he's imbecile. a moron. He really is. We 100%, by the way, invite uh, African Americans to take advantage of their yes. constitutional Second Amendment rights. They absolutely uh, by should the be way, firearms. Congratulations. Please do. It's the Constitution, uh, when enforced, that actually helps the African American community as it did with the Klan in uh, days of yore, mm, mm. and as it would in Chicago. And Can, we should also note that more white people are killed by cops than, than black people right. in this country. Right. And it just happened last oh, week uh, with, a, I think, a 16-year-old, 15 or 16-year-old shot by police. A uh, white kid. A white kid. And he doesn't year. know this because he doesn't cover any and of them. None of it. And he, he has no idea. F- 457 whites were killed last year. Almost double the number of, of blacks who were killed by police. Uh, per capita. What do you mean? Per, it happens per capita. 
Yes, per capita. Like it just seems like when you're trying to make a point of unending genocide, you don't need to make the per capita point. It wasn't like you know uh, the the Holocaust is actually a story of per capita Jews being killed. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is, it just doesn't work like that. Yes, there were a lot of Jews killed. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there were more Aryans killed by Hitler's government. Of course, we should note that. Uh, But uh, per capita, it was higher among the Jewish population. That's not an argument of unending genocide. You you don't need that qualifier when this is actually happening. So when. Uh, when you're, let's say, out at dinner, should I become more confrontational with you? Should I encourage people to be more confrontational? Oh, definitely. You're clearly mm-hmm. a racist. There should too. be mm-hmm. more people in the street and more people uh, being more confrontational. Okay. Uh, at all times. But I'm so, not inciting anything there by saying okay. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm not uh, inciting of anything. Not. Of course not. And neither is Maxine Waters. Listen no. to this from Saturday night. We have got to not only stay in the street, but we have got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. It's coming from what happens if we do not go get what you just told what should the people do what should protesters on the street do i didn't hear you what happens what should protesters do well we, we got to stay on the street uh and we've got to get more active we've got to get more confrontational we've got to make sure that they they know that we need business mm. good, good thing she's not inciting anybody <laughs> oh no. no right no yeah no, and let me tell you something. Did you know that uh, people that were Republicans were giving secret tours in, uh, in the uh, Capitol uh, on January 6th? Now, nobody is on record. Nobody has said anything like that. But it's the Republicans that were inciting those January 6th people. <laughs> so why are you concentrating now on Maxine Waters? Uh, I can't believe it. Well, yes, I can if anyone within the sound of our voice was reasonable that disagrees with our point of view on you know almost everything if you were reasonable you would hear that and you would go oh my gosh yeah she needs to be sanctioned for that at least at least yeah they would compare uh what she just said there to what they think donald trump was saying which he never said anything close to what she just said there and they impeached him. Yeah. They impeached him for yeah, it. For inciting a riot. Correct. And uh, and he didn't do it. Now, it's a good thing, though, that we do have uh, that we do have Madonna, uh, you know, on the case because Madonna tweeted this weekend as for police killing innocent children shooting and so- wait a minute. Did she see that? Didn't you just say there was a story about a white kid that was shot by the cops just last mm-hmm. weekend? Mm-hmm. Yes, huh. there was. Yeah, she's not referencing that. As for police killing innocent children, shooting and suffocating and brutalizing innocent people, they should go immediately to jail for the rest of their lives. I'm quoting, no trial, no corrupt justice system, just jail. <laughs> now... I don't hmm. know if she under 
understands that the definition of a corrupt justice system is just pulling people off the streets who somebody thinks is guilty and then just putting them in jail for the rest of their life. I mean, seems reasonable, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like no justice. trial. Yeah. Just go directly to jail. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's not that. fascism at all. Not at all. I, that's, that's just common sense police reform. Common sense reform. That's, that's, that's all exactly that is. what it is. Common sense police <laughs> reform. And I don't like anyone calling it anything differently. By the way, um, did you see the dash cam video from uh, Georgia? Anybody who says that the police should uh, not have their weapons for traffic stops? I want to show you what just happened in Georgia. If you're watching the blaze, I'll describe it afterwards. But if you're watching the blaze, uh, they are in a high speed chase. Uh, They see that the car, one police officer uh, down this road ways away has stopped. They think that they have stopped the guy. Um, and so they're just blocking the other end of the street, and then they decide, uh-oh, something's wrong, and they race. And as they're driving to the other police car, this is what happens. Wow. Let's move down! Let's move down, come on! He said, get back in. And look what they see. Man jumps out of the dark. Jeez, crap. And he just starts firing an AK-47. That's the cop. Jeez. Wow. 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 You know, I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, that's terrifying. That's one of the more terrifying scenes I have ever seen. If you're a cop, that was their dash cam. I I mean, and you... (laughs) And these people, they just want to pull all the cops off, mm-hmm. and the cops shouldn't carry guns because the cops are the bad guys. And you never know when you're going to face a situation like that. They yeah. didn't. Yeah. It was a high-speed chase. There's yeah. two sides to this, though. The cop was clearly speeding. <laughs> Well, <laughs> over to the incident. I mean, come on. You know, I've I've watched this video now three times, and I didn't even notice what color the guy yeah. with the gun was because all I could see was the gun. But I'm sure he was black, and the cops were all white. I, I'll bet you this was just about racism. Mm-hmm. And the gun, mm-hmm. notice the color of the gun, black. black. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Tried to buy some Doge uh, Dogecoin uh, today. What is it? D O G E. Yes. Right. Yes. Do you own any? I. Uh, you know, uh, there's been investments you are made, so, uh, Glenn. You are so our- cryptic. So cryptic. <laughs> Just yes or no. Yeah, I do own a little bit. I mean, when I did will- you? When did you buy it? Were you like at point zero zero eight? No. Sense? Unfortunately, no. Uh, I th- I missed the. I thought I missed the entire run up, and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna do it just because I think it'll be funny. And I bought it at f- I think five point seven cents. So mm. you know, it's been a good three weeks, and I'm only up what seven times my money at this point, which is a very amazing. disappointing. It's amazing. It's so amazing. I mean, ridiculous. do you think this is the people who were kind of involved in a way uh, with the GameStop thing are kind of. Yeah. Uh, running this one up, right? Yeah, because look, there are arguments, and we've made them and talked about them, about cryptocurrency really being a vital part of our future. There's mm-hmm. not 
really an argument for Dogecoin to be <laughs> to be right. a vital part of our future? It's basically an abandoned cryptocurrency uh, that was sort of, you know, it's been dormant really for many years. It was started as a joke. Uh, it is, it's not a, um, it's a currency that unlike Bitcoin, there can only be a maximum of 21 million Bitcoin, which is one of the reasons why conservatives, libertarians like this stuff so Bitcoin, much yeah. because, you know, look, you see how we're printing money. You just were talking about all of this, yeah. right? So if there's only 21 million of them, it can't inflate. Then you have the, a good argument that eventually the price will be going up. Dogecoin, I think. It's something like 10,000 new Dogecoins are minted every minute. <laughs> it's like a, it's an inflationary currency uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a crazy way. It's basically a currency that's based solely on Elon Musk tweeting about it. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. This one feels just like a joke. It's, a fun, it's been a fun thing okay. to do, and a lot of people have made a ton of money uh, on it. Because, as you point out, Glenn... You know, less than a year ago, you could have bought it for 0.2 cents. And right now, uh, it's been as... Let's see where we are here. Um, it was 45 cents, I thought, over the weekend. It did hit... Uh, yeah, it's not there right now. It's up. It's at 37 cents right now. So, you're talking about hundreds of times your money if you bought a few months ago. But, I mean, I bought three weeks ago and, and legitimately I'm up seven, yeah. seven times right now your money i mean again i don't think this is a long lasting thing per se no but it's a fun ride it might be worth a hundred bucks or something like that yeah you know yeah uh people I, I talk to people all the time that say bitcoin it's too late for me no it is not no it is not uh i mean there's a chance that none of this stuff happens because the federal government gets into cryptocurrency and outlaws everything else um but you know, from here to there, and that's speculation. From here to there, there is there's a lot of upside. As the dollar it becomes more and more apparent, the dollar is not going to have value. Um, uh, th this Bitcoin, in particular, is going to go up. They're they're saying now by the end of uh, was it next year? Who was it said this? Bloomberg or City or one of the big investment houses said four hundred thousand dollars a coin. <sighs> It's incredible. In 18 months. And then, like all that stuff sounds nice. ridiculous, but like it's the same way it sounded one year ago when Bitcoin was at 3000. Yeah. It felt and we really said it ridiculous. Was at 60, it'll be 65 by the end of next year. Yeah. Uh, that what? was ridiculous too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, and, and the Dogecoin thing is, you know, look, all of my investment advice comes from my experience in Dogecoin. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> I I thought the same thing. I'm like, I missed out on it. it went from point zero point two cents to five point seven cents. Well, now it's at thirty five. As you point out, it hit almost fifty cents per, which is completely nuts. I am frankly completely nuts. It was started as a joke, but you know these things sometimes get quirky and catch on. And there's enough. There's a, there's mm -hmm. a big rumor going on, Glenn. Because what's today? Today's the nineteenth, right? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow. This is how serious of a currency this is. Tomorrow is four twenty. And there's oh a big gosh. conversation about the idea that all, right. all the potheads are going to come in and buy Dogecoin tomorrow to, I, I got to signal how high we are right now, <laughs> which we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I wish I were. Kids, let me just say it again. Don't drink too early. Mm. Okay. Save those blackouts because you are going to need them later in life especially when you have kids about your age you're going to need them so please please alcoholism is no joke save it 
for later in life. It's not exactly um, the same message as AA, but it's... <laughs> It's no, but it's born from that, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I had to sober up or I'd be dead mm-hmm. with AA, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, I'm not dead. I'm just really regretting that I started so young. Such a mistake. Um, all right. Stu, can I ask you how much money? This is a serious question. How much money do you have to make to buy uh, a really nice house in Georgia uh, a decent small house in Los Angeles, a really nice uh, house up in the hills just a few minutes away from Malibu. Uh, there's a fourth one. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you know, the BLM co-founder. Yeah. Uh, and look at if, if the bottom entry-level apartment. We don't know what she was looking at, but the bottom-level apartment starts at $500,000 in the Bahamas, okay? It's from 500 to, I think, $10 million. How much money do you have to make to feel comfortable to have those investments? I mean, millions and millions of dollars. Right? Right. I mean, right? this is a woman who was a socialist community organizer like two weeks ago. Right. And right. now she has four houses and is looking at a, an apartment in the Bahamas. Right. You'd, you'd have to have like a lifetime. Con- You're either dumb as a box of rocks, mm-hmm. which is possible. Possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dumb as a box of rocks or just know that you have just discovered gold and oil. And it's only a matter of time before everybody catches on. And I don't have anything to worry about for the rest of my life. I can take all these risks. Well, yeah, I mean, think. I mean, look, think about this for a second, Glenn. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm not the richest guy in the world, but I've been doing this show for over 20, 20 years. Yeah. Okay, this is a show that we were there to. Fo- we founded this show. Where right? I was on, I was there with you when the show started. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it turned into a nationally syndicated show, which has now been this year nationally syndicated for 20 years. The host of the program is in the Radio Hall of Fame. No one can explain that really, but we'll no. move on from that particular no. thing. Okay, it's, It was graft. I've been on the show. We've done it for 20 years. We've done television shows together. I've done my own television shows, my own shows. Uh, my wife also has a nas- or had a national syndicated show until COVID hit uh, and has worked in some of the top markets in the country. I bought Bitcoin in 2014. I bought Dogecoin three weeks ago, and I have one house. How on freaking earth does this woman uh, yeah. have four houses and how an do you get alone? Bahamas. How do you get a loan? Because where is the where's the income? Even if you're doing well right now, you don't get a loan like that without a long period of income. Right. Show me show me your tax returns last year and the year before and the year before. I mean, it, it's insane. Something is really wrong here. And everybody just is like, no, it's not. She can do that as a Marxist. No, she can't. No, she can't. The question is, where is the money coming from? And why is the press covering for her? Did you see that Mm. last week? Do we still have what we uh, used on Friday? I did a whole Friday uh, rant on this for Blaze subscribers only. It's really good. Um, But... uh, uh, Stephen, uh, Sarah, tell me if Stephen has the uh, pictures of the 
of the you know Dallas headlines and the HuffPo headlines from Friday. Uh, Stu, last week, the Post was again, the New York Post was censored again and uh, was uh, told you cannot post anything about this story anymore. Because why? Do you know the story? Uh, because you're giving away the uh, location of her home, I think, was their justification. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. On Friday, I went through uh, the Dallas move, uh, the news reporting not only on uh, you have them, bring them up one by one. Here's here's the first one. This is the Dallas, <laughs> I think, morning news. Mm. Uh, and it's about my house. And yes, it's a beautiful house and expensive. It's sweet, yeah. But I can tell you exactly how I pay for it. You know how I pay for it. I, I do television and radio, and I've worked hard for it. And it is a sweet house. I mean, I, I was just in the backyard last week, and I thought, I said to my wife, I cannot believe this is our house. I'm very, very grateful for the opportunities that this country and you as an audience have afforded me. I appreciate it. I'm a capitalist. Okay. I got one. I got one. I don't have a Bahamas. Nothing like that. Okay. So here they are reporting on my house. And here's another headline reporting (laughs) on my house. Here is before I even moved to uh, Dallas. Here is the Huffington Post showing the house that I was going to rent with photos of the inside and the outside and the location of the house. By the way, the other houses, the, you know, the other house that I you know, put up for sale, uh, they, they clearly said where that was, etc. Here's a headline from Waco that shows, uh, oh, that, well, I'll go to this one. For, yeah, show the Waco one. This says that I'm buying a ranch in Waco, I, I'm not <laughs> buying a ranch in Waco. No, but that was outing me that I'm buying this certain ranch, blah, 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 blah. No concern at all. We had to move from New Canaan because it had become so dangerous for us uh, that people were going through our garbage. And it was the house was just not secure for what we were going through. This is the the business insider showing my house that I'm selling and moving out of. Not a problem with that. When I went online and I just put in Glenn's house, Glenn Beck's house, all of these headlines came up, but something else came up. This is on, uh, it wasn't Google, it was uh, the Microsoft, what is it, Bing? Yeah. Search. It said, also search... For Glenn Beck's business address. <laughs> okay. So I clicked on that and it showed. Now, luckily, this is just my my email address or my uh, post office box. But this is done by. Can you read? Can you read who, who that is? That's Celebrity Hunter Steve is the source on this one. And if you go to Celebrity Hunter Steve's uh, page, the rest of it, you just click on this. What is it, Sarah? Celebrity Detective Steve. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Celebrity totally de- different uh, Celebrity yeah. Steve. Celebrity mm-hmm. Detective Steve. Um, he has the list of all of these people who are famous, and their home addresses, including pictures of everything. 
So I just want to know from Facebook and Twitter and everybody else, why exactly are you going after the post? Because you don't seem to have a problem with it for anyone else. Yeah. And remember, Jason Whitlock was on this program last week. He went into Twitter prison because he tweeted the story about the BLM founder getting all of these uh, properties. Uh, Ben Shapiro had his link on Facebook blocked. They would not allow him to link to the story. And they weren't even like taking responsibility for it. They wouldn't even allow him to outlink to the story about this happening. So here's the thing. I just want you to know this is not about safety. It's not about how many houses she has. It's not about any of it. This is about how did she make her money? Where is that money coming from? That's the only thing. Somebody wants to win a Pulitzer, you know, in the in the parallel universe. That's the story you should be on. How is she making her money and how much money is this Marxist making, especially from BLM? She's just big uh, on Dogecoin. That's all. She just is, bought really early. Yeah, yeah well, all. maybe she did. Maybe she did. <laughs> maybe She's she like, did. I hate this country. I'm going to buy Doge. <laughs> this is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. Brian uh, is, you know, kind of a big deal up in Canada. He's a Canadian uh, broadcaster and and uh, and news authority, if you will. We've known him forever, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about what's going on with the restrictions and COVID. And have you all lost your mind, Brian, up in Canada? Well, Glenn, if we were on TV instead of radio, we'd be blinking subliminal messages to you to come and rescue me because we have been we're held hostage here. Uh, yeah, in some ways, we've lost our minds. We've got uh, a never-ending stream of public health authorities employed by the government, um, different government ministers at different levels, all saying we've got to lock down. When we do lock down, there's a never-ending parade of Twitter doctors and uh, TV doctors who are out there saying you're not locking down hard enough and the government's killing everyone. Uh, And so it doesn't seem to matter what the government does. We've always got to lock down harder, shut down more things, kill off more businesses. But on Friday here in, in Ontario, they brought in some restrictions for our province that were Uh, seen as going a step too far for the laptop class, the people who have been happy and supportive of all these lockdowns, you know, they were fine with, you know, shut down Joe's restaurant. That's great. Can't go to the florist. Who cares? I don't want to send my wife flowers anyway. Shut down all these businesses. I'm good with that. Wait a minute. Golf. I have a tea time Saturday. And they lost their collectivist minds. Hmm. Okay. So um, apparently, the the governor uh, implemented new restrictions. Anyone leaving their house can now be stopped and ID'd and ask where they're going and why. And if they don't comply, they can be fined or arrested. Is that true? Well, it was for a few hours, but uh, a lot of us stood up and said, we don't want to live in California. And, uh, <laughs> and so that was walked back. I, I, look, the, I mentioned the TV doctors and the Twitter doctors, and I mean that. We've got, you know, beyond our national um, 
news networks that are based here and are you know, solidly on the left. We've got localized ones uh, that are just focused on the Toronto area, you know, about six million people. Um, and they constantly have a parade of doctors who allegedly are running intensive care units filled with COVID patients, but are also simultaneously on TV nonstop saying, if we don't have a Melbourne-style lockdown, then we're all going to die. And in Melbourne, in Australia, what they did was they closed the parks, they closed the golf courses, they closed ski hills. They, you couldn't go within uh, about a three-mile limit of your home. The police could stop and check you. And, and the doctors were all advocating for this. And then when you know, Premier Doug Ford brings it in, they all screamed and said, this is horrible. How can you do this to us? Yeah, I, I've been advocating against this for a long time. So I wrote a, a column for the Toronto Sun smacking them down pretty hard. And in less than 24 hours, they, they walked that back. But, you know, i got to say, every single... I'm looking at the numbers you guys have and the numbers they have in, in New York State even... And every single bad decision that local governments across the country have to make is because our, our prime minister, the, uh, the Prince of Woke, Justin Trudeau, didn't get his vaccines. You guys are getting vaccines. It's working. Old people are no longer dying. And uh, we just didn't get the, the adequate supply. You can't, <clears throat> you can't buy them from us? Um. <laughs> well, uh, just just like Don, Donald Trump had instituted export uh, restrictions on uh, vaccines leaving the United States. And, uh, of course, he was a big, mean, bad orange man right. for doing that. And, and he had to be punished and go away. But the new guy who's in charge, who's very pale and white and has white hair and very white teeth, he's good for keeping the same policy. <laughs> we, we, we have actually received. So Biden has kept the same policy. You guys have an abundance of Pfizer and Moderna. Uh, the only vaccines we've been able to get from the United States are um, uh, about one and a half million uh, doses of AstraZeneca, which you haven't even approved yet. And they were about to expire. So Biden's like, yeah, you can have these, but you'll give me your doses later on. We're Holy getting cow. doses from, from Europe and it, it, it's been sporadic. This is insane. I don't think Americans even know this. That's insane that we're across the board. I mean, you can have all our Johnson and Johnson stuff. <laughs> and guess what? We're going to take it. I know you will. I know you will. We're going to um, take it because you know we, we just don't have anything because Trudeau screwed up. And by the way, um, there's a, uh, a doctor at uh, the Federation of American Scientists in Washington, D.C., who was tweeting this morning about how crazy it is that our international airports are still open the way they are with flight after flight landing with COVID-infected passengers because you have to get a COVID test when you land. Well, at least you don't have the, the southern border on fire like we do, you know. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse, Brian. Look at it that way. Tell me what's yeah. happening with, uh, with the practice of religion up there because, I mean, do people in Canada care? Because it doesn't seem like it when the... the the Canadian government just comes in and takes churches over, uh, puts pastors in prison. I mean, is that a big story in Canada? It is and it isn't. Um, you know, our, our, our media, for the most part, are, are secular. Uh, it depends on where you are uh, and what the restrictions are. So, you know, 
we've had capacity restrictions of um, about 15%. It used to be 10 people in the church here in Toronto. And I, I live across the street from this giant, gorgeous, old Catholic church that can probably say six to 700 easily. Well, well and there's a bunch of those in town. And the, uh, the Cardinal Archbishop got a hold of, uh, uh, of Premier Ford and said, 10 people in my church makes no sense. We need to be at fire code capacity, just like restaurants, just like retail. So they allowed that. As of today, it goes back to 10 because our case numbers have gone up. Uh, out in Alberta is where they, they arrested um, uh, a pastor. They have, uh, you know, there have been different things where different local police authorities have tried to shut down drive-in churches where people have shown up and not left their car, and their cars are required to be more than six feet mm-hmm. apart with the windows up. So, yeah, you've got people who are being overly heavy-handed. It's almost always just portrayed as, look at the crazy Christian showing up. Uh, Brian, I'd love to talk to you some more. We're up against the clock, but please let us know how we can help. Uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're barely, uh, you know, holding our head above water here, but... Goodness, man. vaccines. We, <laughs> yeah. Well, we should. We should. I don't have any pull in the White House, but uh, thank no. you so much. I appreciate thank it, you. Brian. You bet, All Brian right. Lilly. Da, da, da.